You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? Welcome to OK Sis, a special edition. Oh, am I really loud? Yeah, you're super loud. Uh, okay, try that again, Mads. You wait, got this. Why, why am I so loud? I can't even because hear Because you, you're just screaming and you just need to pull the mic back a little bit. Okay, just do it one more time. Just don't scream. Hello, welcome back to OK Sis. This is a special edition because it's coming out on Thursdays. Um, hello, I'm Mads. I'm Scout. And we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast, and we have a very special, beautiful, lovely self-care queen, uh, you know, wearing a leopard print robe, our past yeah. OK best friend, Lauren Elizabeth. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, it's true. I'm wearing a leopard print robe. Don't judge me. No, you're bougie. This is amazing. I need to like up my luxury homeware game, but... Um, this is going to be called Happy Hour Sisters. We're going to do it every Thursday with a past OKSIS guest while we are quarantined, just to kind of give you a little bit more content because why the fuck not? Because why? what else are we doing at this time? Truly. Um, I'm working, but I don't know what you're doing. Miss <laughs> Lauren, please tell us your mood. You know, that's – I think when I hear the word mood, I automatically think of Lauren Elizabeth. So please tell us what has your thoughts been during this tough time. That's so funny. I love being associated with the word mood. You know, I feel like we all use it and I had to find a way to capitalize on it because it's just my favorite word in the world. So obviously that's why I named it mood. But with Lauren Elizabeth, my podcast, it doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue, but you know it works. Um 
my mood. You know, it's been different day to day and week to week. I think I've kind of been looking at everything in weeks. Like the first week was just complete panic. And you know, when you're like having anxiety, but it's not in hindsight yet. So you're still kind of like confused and in it and like, I, I, you know what I, I see you shaking your head so like I know you know what I mean but for like the listeners I don't know if I'm like articulating it correctly but now that it's in hindsight I realized like how bad it was but when you're in it you're just in it right so now I'm glad that <laughs> I'm not in that state anymore I think it was like a big anxiety panic just everything and then I was like slightly losing my mind once I realized this was like really happening for a long time but now I'm just I mean, you guys know, like, I obviously work from home, technically speaking, like, yes, I have meetings and I have places to go. Like if we were podcasting right now, I'd be at your house. Um, But so it's not like crazy, crazy in a sense of like, oh, no, my job and whatever. Like, obviously, like the economic part of the job is definitely a factor. But I'm trying to just like keep calm and like truly take it day by day, because I think if you think too far in the future right now, it's like so scary. So I'm genuinely trying to just make the best out of the situation. I like you said, I'm in a leopard print robe. Like we're bougie. We're feeling it. I've just been clean. I've been like vibing the fuck out, just like making everything a fucking mood, a vibe. I'm, I'm glowing. If you can't tell, I um, I've been laying out in the backyard. Have you guys been getting any sun? Cause I like highly recommend. Yes. I have a rooftop. So I head over there up there to do my workouts because I I'm blessed. Um, but no, I totally understand what you're what you're saying. And especially because, yes, I think it's day 18 now. And I am fully in a whole new routine. I kind of don't know what it's gonna be like when we exit all of this. Like it's gonna be so interesting to assimilate back into society because I am so um used to just going from bedroom to living room to bedroom to kitchen to bedroom to living room. And that is the vibe. And it's yeah, all but isn't it amazing how quickly that happened? Like we thought this was going to be a huge shift for us and all of a sudden we're like, nah, I got this. Like I'm good in my house. And I'm thinking like, oh my God, I had so many obligations outside of work on a daily basis that now my mind is like so free to do things. I don't have dinner every fucking night with someone else and I don't have to go see my entire family all the time and go, you know what I mean? Like there's so much time that's freed up that it's like, Oh, eight hours of work during the day? That's nothing compared to all the other shit I had to do all the time. Yeah, it almost like puts things in perspective of like what you – because everyone's saying like, oh, when this is over, like what's the first thing you're going to do? And first of all, I think we're like forgetting that the world's like not going to be normal. Like I think everyone's assuming like, yeah, I'm going to go out. I'm going to party. I'm going to do this stuff. And it's like, no, like this has like altered everything. Everyone's going to have like serious germophobia and like still crowding. Like the virus isn't going anywhere, but I think it's cool now that you said like, look how fast we jumped into it. Now it's like, okay, what am I really enjoying about this time and having this free space? And then what am I actually going to allow back into my life? And what am I excited about? So it's, you know, when you put the positive twist on it, once you're in the right mind space, it's not, it's not horrible. Like, it's like you said, I think it's really allowing yourself. And I said this on my podcast this week, but like to actually be okay. Like even if tomorrow's like a total shitstorm and something happens, it's like, it's okay right now to be okay. And to actually, like you said, just like, go to the living room, do a workout in the sun, like go in the backyard. Like you don't have to be so hard on yourself during this time because shit might hit the fan at some point. So if you're okay right now, just like let yourself be okay. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, I think it's also just simplifying everything. Like everything to me seems to be on this just toned down level. Um, I just feel like I'm going through life a little slower and I'm just calmer and just like it's like a steady pace, which I feel like we all are trying to get to. So that's what I'm trying to kind of fixate on is just, you know what, this is allowing myself to be a little more gentle and just a little, like a little slower pace of living, which is, I think, such a good thing and such a, such a break that we all need. Okay. So as you mentioned, um, you have a lot of free time. What is the content that you are consuming, Miss Lauren Elizabeth? Because I'm always looking to you for content. I'm always looking, what are the TV shows? What are the books? What's everything? Okay. So obviously, like I said, the first week was obviously mental breakdown. So there was no content being consumed (laughs) besides like the news. So we are on a good track, ladies. Now we are doing all things content. Obviously, I've finished Tiger King in a day because yes, like you guys, are you going to tell me that like you can watch something riveting and then just like go to bed? Like, no, like I'm finishing it right then and there. So, and then when you look back, you're like, each episode was an hour. I just literally spent seven hours of my life on Joe Exotic. But, you know, that's where we are. That's why I feel weird wearing the leopard robe now. I'm like, oh my God, I feel so like Tiger King. Like, I don't know if it's bougie anymore. It might be like, they like they literally rebranded tigers for us. It's so true. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Right? That's so true. Is cheetah print going to be associated with Joe Exotic now? Because everyone's like dressing up on Instagram and like wearing their leopard robes to like be Joe Exotic. And I'm like, oh my God, like my aesthetic has been tarnished. But <laughs> did he, but he didn't have cheetahs. Yeah, but like, isn't I, like leopard and like tiger like all? The, I don't fucking know, bro. Just like, you know, I know things that are like factual. Like, really, you know, the, the one thing that Tiger King did not do was educate us on exotic cats whatsoever. Not I know nothing at about them all. Like, literally, Carol Baskin like was thinking she was going to educate us on like saving the animals, and like now everyone thinks she's a murderer. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I obviously think she murdered her husband. And I think she's fucking crazy, but. You know, I kind of hope she's doing okay during this time. I think it's probably a lot on her plate, but that's not what we're here to talk about, you guys. We're not here for Carol Baskin's mental health. We're here for us. Um, besides that, I it's been hard. I've definitely been watching Little Fires Everywhere. No, I did not read the book. It was such a snooze fest. Like, I don't give a shit. Not, like, good enough for my level. I understand, like, reading it and being like, oh, this is a good show idea. But, like, the book, snooze. I just I read agree. a book that, right? Did you read the book? I did. I hated it. It's a very unpopular opinion. Well, I feel like everyone I talk to doesn't like the book and everyone else is like, oh my God, this book is amazing. I'm like, what are you talking about? I agree. Like, I, appreci- I agree. I appreciate it. But at the same time, like I want like a page fucking Turner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that show is really good, even though it drives me crazy because Carrie Washington's character makes me want to rip my fucking hair out. But great acting, obviously, because that's the point. <laughs> And then I just started getting back into reading now that I'm more relaxed. I've been lounging outside. I'm reading a book right now that I'm literally only a chapter into. And I already know it's fucking amazing. It's called You Are Not Alone. And my cousin is like the queen of books. And so we always go back and forth. And she was like, oh, my God, this is like a top book for me. You have to read it. And so I started it. And I'm literally just like reading the first two like little like back and forth of the characters. And I was like, holy shit, this is insane. Like it's going to be so good. 
Oh my God. Okay. That's my oh, next, that. yeah, that's my next Amazon purchase for sure. Cause I, I need some books right now. I'm, I've been on a bad streak, you know, those streaks where it's just like bad book after bad book. I'm like, what, what am I doing wrong here? See, you like torture yourself and you continue reading. I don't, if I don't like the book, but by page five, I'm done. Like mm. it's not happening. I mean, me. not question. like page five, but you know, page. No, I'm pretty quick. I'm pretty quick. If I'm not like really into it by page five, I'm like not worth my time. I'm crazy. I'm really nuts. And if I don't like the way that the book is bound and like the page size, like I'm nuts. But um, question, is Amazon's book delivery situation still on schedule or are they delayed? Do we know? Probably delayed. I think mm-hmm. everything's pretty – I I haven't been – I've ordered a few things from Amazon, but it was like earlier. It was like a couple weeks ago and they came normal. Um, I think like things are changed a little bit even more. But honestly, like why are we even talking about this? Go to Amazon and get a fucking Kindle. Get a fucking Kindle. I'm done. I'm no. saying no. no. Scow, scow. Literally, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Can we please like? Can you just fuck? You're in quarantine. We're all trying new things. Just fucking try. Just try. You guys, you don't understand. I never read so much in my life. I thought I would hate the Kindle. I wanted paper. I wanted to hold the book. <laughs> fucking get a Kindle. It'll Lauren. change your life. Lauren. I'm going to kill okay. you both. I'm going to I'm gonna Carol Baskin your ass. <laughs> it's the thing. We can't interrupt each other, so this is so hard. But yeah. you influence me in every other aspect of anything that you've done. And this, I will not budge. I can't. I, won't. I, 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 won't. I, I won't am ordering U.S. Kindles. And you are going to read. You can make me do something. We'll do an exchange. It'll be a, cha- a quarantine challenge. You just have to fucking try. You'll Adam will be asleep. You'll be in bed. You'll be like, I can't sleep. Are you gonna turn the light on and read your fucking book, Scout? No, you're gonna no, get your Kindle. My husband, my husband goes to bed at like two a.m. So I am like totally good in the bed by myself. Lauren's fuming. <laughs> Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. 
Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I, I just can't like, do I can't. It be, I can't. It would be against my morale, every fiber of my being and what I stand for. Oh, guys, guess, can I tell you my dream last night? I guess. Oh, my God. Wait, I no, guess. I have to. It, it involves you, Lauren. So I, for some reason, got a job at Book Soup because I used to work at Book Soup, which is a bookstore in Los Angeles. And I, for some reason, got another job. And then Mads was there working with me. And they're like, okay, you can go on your break. And so Mads and I went on our break to this mall. And I found this like Chanel purse for $200 that I wanted. But I wanted to buy it from Nordstrom's because I had a $70 gift card there, whatever. And then all of a sudden, we're getting yogurt, Mads and I. And Zoe Kravitz is there. And she sees you get into a car, Lauren, and she's like, Lauren, what's up? And you totally ignore her. And I'm like, don't worry, I'll say hi to Lauren. I'm like, Lauren, what's up? And you you like didn't hear me. But then you come back and then it's you, me, Zoe Kravitz and Maddie eating yogurt together. And then Book Soup called me and they closed the shop down because of COVID. And I didn't have my Book Soup job anymore. But I was at a table with you and Zoe Kravitz. Scout, I am I am very concerned for your health. Um, what are you eating before and consuming before you go to bed? This is the weirdest okay, dream. As, as my sister, you should know that that's a quite tame dream for me. I think your subconscious is telling you that you're afraid about the economy and losing a job and you're really just trying to get famous and get some celeb friends. <laughs> I'm just really trying to be friends with Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Okay, that's a good interpretation. Okay, we need to move on. Um, I want to talk about something that both of you guys have just started to dabble into, and that is the application called TikTok. Oh, oh, I'm killing it. I'm fucking killing it. I have Dependable. to say, you guys are, you guys, you guys are pretty. I, I will say that Maddie is 100 percent killing it. Scout, <laughs> Scout, you're getting there. 
You're getting okay, there. Just because I don't know what to do with my face and I put this like constipated pierced mouth, I'm like, me when I do them. I don't know what. I'm like trying so hard to focus on the fucking next step that my face looks terrible. I but was I literally – I was literally about to, no, I was literally about to say, like, you just don't know what to do with your face. (laughs) So I'm glad that you realize it. Seriously, it's in our group. We have a group WhatsApp with our family, with my mom's side. And our stepsister, Stephanie, was like, you look so angry, but, like, maybe that's your brand. And Maddie came in as my TikTok manager. She's, like, fucking nailing down the law. She's like, it is not our brand. And And I'm like, okay, okay, like. Calm down. I just did Renegade. You should be stoked for me. I was so pissed when she posted one with like dim lighting. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Get some natural light out here. Like, we are not amateurs on TikTok. We are, TikTok isn't about the aesthetic. We are running a brand here, Scout. Okay? Scout PR agency. <laughs> We're going to need to talk. <laughs> but Lauren, you always do the big head um filter which I think is so premium your face in it is just it makes me cackle laugh so here's the thing I first of all when I found the big head I was like this is my dream like this is how I want to be seen on the internet like for the rest of my life I think it's like incredible and I don't want to overdo it but I just feel like I can dance, right? Like, I, I I was a cheerleader. I was a dancer. So I can dance. Like, I'm not, like, the best dancer, but I can dance. Here's my thing. I also don't know what to do with my face. So I found a solution of doing the big head. And what I do is I try as hard as I can with the big head to do a kissy face. Because my boyfriend says when I do the, like, like the, like, trap face, he's like, that is the most unattractive thing I've ever seen in the world. However, I do think it's funny. So I've come to the middle ground of, like, I'm going to try as hard as I physically can to contain my swag into a kissy face. And then when it comes out, it comes out. But I, I don't see myself really doing a, a non-big head TikTok anytime soon because I just feel like it's the true me and we have to go with our authentic selves, you know? Yeah, I'm here for it. I think you should always bring I'm, – I'm just waiting for Instagram to put that filter up. Oh, I, you'd never see a normal selfie again, you guys. <laughs> it's so true. Okay, now next I want to talk about – this supplement that you have been taking, which is the Bye Bye Bloat Love Wellness by Low Bosworth. I had mentioned it as a current fixation a long time ago. I've also been taking these pills every single night for years. And it is seriously the only thing that has ever worked. Everyone knows that we are bloated queens over here. And it is the only thing that has helped my digestion and just the decreasing of the bloatation. So tell us what your thoughts are so far, because I know you just started taking it. Okay, you know what's interesting when I was um, Instagramming it is that it has like an ingredient that I don't know what it is. It's did you see on the back? So it's digestive enzymes, organic fenugreek, and organic ginger root. And so in my mind, I'm like, are those really like the three things that? Because I've never like heard of that combination before. So I went to um, fuck. What's that detox market? on Beverly and there was this bloatation pill or something and I was talking to the girl about it I was like I am the most bloated person ever she was like you need an ingredient called fenugreek so I actually just bought like straight fenugreek and it was it was a little too much like it was intense like it would make you like go right away shit your pants yeah so um then I found we we like that for you Mads we like that for you we do but not in the middle of the night like there needed Mm. to be some Mm -hmm. you know 
regiment around it. But um, so I came across uh, Lil Bosworth and I was a little skeptical at first because, you know, it's like foo-foo branding and whatever. And then I saw it had fenugreek in it. I was like, okay, there's other stuff. So maybe it's not as like intense and it's perfect. Yeah. So I... Okay, so that makes me feel better that, like, now I know what it is. Because, you know, when you kind of don't know what something is. And it's, like, it's clearly working, but I do want to know, like, what the fuck is in the pill that I'm taking. And also, like, usually with bloat stuff, there's always magnesium in it. And so there's no magnesium in it. And I thought that was really interesting because what I always do for deep bloating is magnesium. And it works pretty well. There's this one supplement that I'm going to show you on Zoom. This is what it's called. It's called MAG-07. And it's the ultimate oxygenating digestive system cleanser. It looks like this. You get it from Erewhon. You take like four at night. You wake up and you are peeing out of your asshole. I'm sorry. Like there's no, there's no other way for me to just like describe. Like I'm just going to like. Maddie's dream. I'm just going to give it to you straight. I've had people over for dinner and as they were leaving, I've given everyone four, like every single guy and girlfriend. I'm like, here you go. Here you go. And everyone's texting at like seven o'clock in the morning being like, I cannot get off the toilet. So. That Wait, was did always you my know that before you gave it to them. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Got it. So you drugged was, them. Yeah, I was like, "Do you guys want to shit your brains out or what?" And everyone was like, "Of course." So it's a great like detox, but it's obviously not sustainable because like I don't want to be like you know what I mean. So when you DM'd me, my friend Alyssa DM'd me, and I got a couple just like random DMs being like, "Bye bye bloat is amazing," and I have just been loving every single one of their supplements. I now take the bye bye bloat. I take the lights out to go to bed. I love the ingredients in both, and then in the morning I take the metabolove and the mood booster or whatever it's called, mood pills, which is just like way too on brand for me. How am I not an investor? So rude um, for them not to come to me, but moving on um but yeah like their ingredients are like I'm it's like you like I I was like low Bosworth reality star like what so fucking impressed and I think honestly my favorite out of all of them is they have this sparkle fiber and I don't know if you've tried it yet and I was just listening to a podcast about like the f-factor diet and I'm not really someone for diets and stuff like I can't stick to that shit I eat whatever the fuck I want I'm really healthy one day I eat pe- I'm literally my mom's making me a frozen pizza downstairs like that's where I'm at all the time I'm from the midwest like I can't change and basically what you do is you start you take one pill for the first two days two pills for the next two days and then you go up to three because fiber is so 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 important in your diet and we just straight up don't get enough I feel the same way about magnesium I think it's something we should all be taking and it's great because it goes in slowly to your system because fiber if you go too fast can cause bloating so the first like day like not the first day but like once you go up to three pills you're kind of a little bloated but then it's like the bye-bye bloat and the fiber you look and feel incredible flat stomach regular bowel movements it's just it's truly an amazing combination I'm very impressed with this brand you just sold me like beyond because my new favorite hobby in quarantine is um online shopping so I think I'm gonna get that that sounds amazing yeah so it looks like this I'm showing them on the camera but it's basically just like a bigger bottle and you can get there's a pack which is what I got um they kind of reached out to me and then you know when you get super excited you're like well I don't want to be bloated I'm not waiting for you to send me a PR package like I just went on and fucking bought it myself like whatever um and of course then they sent me like an extra one (laughs) and I'm like yeah I'm gonna be shit for days but (laughs) There's just like a little, um, a little set you can get. So it's a little discounted. It has like the fiber and the bye bye blow and like something else in it. And it's just so good. Okay. Sold. Do you, do you take any, uh, probiotics or prebiotics? 
So I got their probiotic, but I realized it was more of a probiotic for like vaginal health. And mm-hmm. I'm someone that like really prides myself on like having um, a very just like normal, relaxed vagine. Um, I've never struggled with any, you know, ab- abnormalities. I have like enough like mental health issues. I think God just graced me with a normal vagina, which is well, great. That one of us. I've never had a UTI like in my life. Like there's I just. I literally walked into your Christmas party and I was like, Lauren, I just got a fucking UTI. Oh, and you're yeah. like, I never had one. And I was like, oh my God, I hate you. Yeah, no, it's like I'm fertile Myrtle and there's no UTI in sight. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't, I, the only probiotic that I've ever really liked is actually one from Sonia Dakar Mm -hmm. and she's like, she's actually not just an esthetician. She also is like medical grade doctor as well. So she's really smart and it, it's this really, really strong probiotic and it's really, really good for your skin. And I've been meeting, I was literally thinking, oh, I need to text them because like I need to get another one. And that's the only one that I've really liked. But I think the thing that I learned with gut health too, is that if you actually have a really bad gut and you have too many um, bad, what's the word? Um, I'm blanking. Bad. Oh, bad bacteria. And you have too much or too much good bacteria. Like it's off. You're supposed to have both. It's basically like if you're taking a probiotic, you're actually just putting like fertilizer on weeds. So I think it's really important too when you're doing a probiotic and stuff like that to actually see like a dietary specialist and everything to make sure you're in check because or else you're just, you're not really getting anything out of it. So that's why I love digestive enzymes because it kind of solves a little bit of that and then mixing it with the probiotic that's actually better for your skin. I feel like is a solid combination for me without having to go see a dietary specialist all the time, which obviously I should be doing. Honestly, I'm just going to say right now, I'm going to get, um, a little mini lecture for my husband after he listens to this because his PhD is in the gut microbiome. So he will fact check the shit out of this situation oh, yeah. and he will uh, tell me everything I need to know. So I well, will yeah, relay I went the to, information over to you. Well, relay the information over to me. It's basically I went to a doctor and I got all these tests done and I like shit in a cup and like sent it off to a lab. And so basically- That's amazing. Yeah. So that's why I know that information. It's not just me being like a blogger that like thinks she knows everything. Like I literally went to a doctor um, and he told me that. So that's if if your husband asks, tell him to um, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I love your um your aim. You can shit in a cup. Well, yeah, they like send it to you. What was that experience like? What was that experience like? (laughs) Honestly, I don't remember, but I do have another kit um in my office because I think I need to do it again. And like me and my boyfriend, my boyfriend also has a fucked up stomach, and like he has the same kit. And it's like we both just like put it off because like who really wants to shit in a cup? You know. This episode is so disgusting. We need to talk about something else. (laughs) Okay. 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 Do you want to hear what happened to me? Oh God. Um, so today I was on the phone with a person from our sisterhood and, um, she was, she, we were doing an, in like a, what's it called? An interview for her to be an intern for Scouts Agency. And I was eating a mint because I just quit nicotine. So I've been big on the mints to like give me some sort of oral fixation. And all of a sudden I feel the mint going into my tooth and I'm like, oh geez, it got jammed in there. And I pull the mint out and my fucking cavity filling, which is half of my tooth, I'm I'm on the phone with this girl trying to like be okay, and my whole tooth is literally in my fucking hand. And so I run to the bathroom. I'm not bleeding. It was just the cavity cap. But the problem that I'm having right now is that I go to Tijuana for the dentist, and quarantine times. I don't know if I can cross that border. Okay, hold on. The reason that your cavity fell out you, is because let me show you a picture. Is because you go to Tijuana for your dental care. You know what? Don't fucking hate on my dentist. He's goddamn amazing. Um, 
okay, your tooth situation, I think that's disgusting. And also the reason your cavity fell out is because you're getting subpar service by going to a dental care physician in Tijuana. Okay. No, I, I just, no, I, I just, I need to know like what is going on. Like, what do you mean you go to Tijuana? <laughs> like, is this a joke? Like, I'm okay, so confused. No, I will tell you the story. So this is what happened. I went to a dentist. I didn't have dental care on my insurance and they said it was going to be $15,000 to do everything they needed to do to my mouth. And at that point, I was still on my father's payroll in the sense that he was still supporting me. So I called him and I said, Dad, it's $15,000. And he said, fuck you. I'm taking you to Tijuana. So he literally – we got in the car and we drove to Tijuana and we went to a dentist in TJ. Great taco shop across the street. Highly recommend. And um, I literally went there. We went once a week because I had so much shit I had to get done. I'm just prone to cavities. They happen all the time. I had like 10 cavities. I needed two root canals. My wisdom teeth had to come out. I mean, I'm not done. The whole It's the whole thing. And so we would go once a week. We would make a whole day out of it. And we would walk across the border. And then we would walk across the border and then get a cab to the dentist. Very clean facilities. You actually have a real dentist working on you instead of an assistant. Very knowledgeable, great x-ray machines, love them. Great service. Insane. And um, so at this point in my life, I'm, I just – my dad texted me. I told him about the tooth situation and he said, let me see what the border rules are because I need work done. And so uh, we might go to TJ next week. You're going to go on a plane next week? No, we walk across – Lauren, I live in San Diego. I walk across oh, the border. I forget that you're in San Diego, not in L.A. Literally, we drive to the border, which takes 20 minutes, and then we walk across, which takes 10 minutes, and then we get in a cab and we go to the dentist. Insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, it's a great time. Okay, I have a few more things, topics that we need to cover before this happy hour is finished. One, uh, so you just released a new episode of Mood uh, talking to your boyfriend, Cameron Fuller, about what it's like to not be quarantining with him, which I thought it was a very, and like, we're not going to spoil the whole episode. Everyone needs to go listen and subscribe to Mood. But I did want to touch on this because I'm also in the same situation. I'm not quarantining with my boyfriend. Scout obviously has a husband, so she's quarantining with her significant other. So I kind of want to talk about the dynamics. And you said something that really reassured me, Lauren. You said, you know, people are thinking that this is the time to kind of like test the waters of moving into together whereas like hell no this is a terrible time because it's not part of your normal routine and you're just anxious as fuck all the time so this is not a great representation of what it would be like to actually live with that person and although it it hurts me that I can't see Ben at this time and we're gonna be having if I do see him it's gonna be you know far apart and it's it's just a really challenging thing because you see everyone all my friends are like shacked up with their boyfriends and it seems like such a fun time but I think what you talked about was really reassuring so talk to us a little bit about how that dynamic is working out yeah I mean you know I think it kind of stemmed from that week of panic too and it was like right when everyone was like settling into their situations when it was like really real and I kind of freaked out because I was like wait like Greg and Michelle are together Sam and Olivia are together like those are his two best friends and I kind of felt like wait why don't you want to quarantine with me and it you know it was one of those things where you immediately make it personal when like this situation isn't fucking personal at all it's not like all the our friends are moving in together and taking these growth steps in a relationship and we're just not it's literally the world is in a pandemic and my friends didn't have other places to go and I'm fortunate enough that I can have my mom come in town and take care of me and you know 
part of the social distancing is like, you know, you had to keep your group smaller. And like, if my family's here, like there's nowhere for my boyfriend to sleep, you know? And like, usually he would come here. I would go there. I don't feel comfortable at his place. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, I love my fucking house. And I think his is like a bachelor pad. And like, why the fuck would I go stay there when I have this house that I work really hard to keep over my head? Not the whole house, just the roof. Um, (laughs) And... So I thought like, you know, he really reassured me because I had like a full blown panic attack and Cameron is very, very logical, whereas I can be very emotional, obviously. And he was just like, Lauren, like this is not like everyone's doing this thing and we're not like this is a forced situation. You do like this is not. And he, you know, honestly, what he said to me is he was like, all the guys that I'm friends with are fucking miserable. Like, they're not having a good time. (laughs) Like, this is not, like, this exciting, fun thing. Like, yeah, maybe for two days. And then all of a sudden, you're living with someone that you actually didn't decide as a couple to move in together and share life together. Like, this is a pandemic. And they're all going insane. And I was like, oh, wait, really? (laughs) I was like, everyone's bickering and fighting? Oh, my God. Um, So he just kind of gave me a reality check. And he's you know very logical he's one of those people that puts a lot of pressure on himself to take care of everyone and make sure everyone's okay including his friends including his family including me including my family and so for us it was just more of like this is a pandemic how do we make sure everyone's safe not like oh what should we do with our relationship and like how's it going it's like we have a great foundation we are seeing each other if we can we are like he is so safe and so psychotic like He's on another level like this just isn't about our relationship and I think he really calmed me down and I think that the reason we wanted to do the podcast together and talk about it is because I even get a lot of DMs being like why are you not with Cameron like when are you moving in together like I I'm not like fucking you know like a big fucking celebrity but like still like there's like that's like social pressure that people are in my DMs being like when are you getting engaged what are you doing why aren't you with my like your boyfriend and like it gets to me it gets in my head and so I just really needed him to reassure me and really put things in perspective and so it's like that's why we did the podcast to like help other people that either are far away from their boyfriend or are stuck with their boyfriend and maybe now questioning their entire relationship and it's like no 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 like it's not that deep like this isn't like oh let's test out to see if we can get married and live together like this is a fucking pandemic like what are you doing does that make sense yeah no that's amazing and something that I really admire about your and Cameron relationship is that you've never let societal timelines or expectations kind of dictate where you should be because you guys have been together for a good amount of time that I can see a bunch of people saying, well, when are you moving in and when are you getting engaged? But you guys have done exactly what you've done for yourself. For me and my husband, we moved super quickly because that was what we wanted to do. And so no matter what end of the spectrum you're on, like you have to do what's good for your relationship. And I can say I am quarantined with my significant other. I do live with him. So this isn't like a Let's see if we can live together. I live with him and we've been really great. We've bickered maybe three times, which is not a lot. It's not a lot. And um, it's mostly that I don't clean up after myself. And um, for the most part, the different, the most, like if you are out there quarantined with your significant other that you live with, oh, like already, I would say the biggest difference is that I don't have a moment to miss him. And it actually made me realize that, you know, a lot of couples work together and so they're with each other 24 seven. And I realized that I wouldn't like that because I love the moments that I miss him. Like I go to LA every other week and I spend a night apart from him and I miss him or I'm, we have completely different schedules during the week. So sometimes I go to bed 30 minutes after he comes home and I don't see him in the morning because he wakes up after me. 
And actually, I think we do better that way because it just gives me a chance to live my own life independently because we got together super young, but it also gives me a chance to miss him. And so maybe during this period, if you either aren't, if you're not quarantined with your partner, use this as a chance to really spice up your relationship in that area and like get excited about the next time that you're going to see one another because. I mean, I'm so grateful that I'm stuck with him every day and that I'm with him and it's amazing. But at the same time, I miss those moments that I would text him from the office at like 2 p.m. and be like, I really miss you. You know, like those don't happen anymore. And so I think that there's pros and cons to each side. You just have to do what's best for you. It's almost like it's uh, Cameron said he was saying like, uh, it's a luxury to see you. It's not like mandatory and we're dependent on each other. And I think that's exactly what you were saying. Like I miss it being a luxury and like exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like if you are not quarantined together, like how Scout was saying, like spice it up. I like a lot of girls were like, but I don't like FaceTiming. And like, I like seeing my boyfriend, but we're, we don't like talk. We just like snuggle. Like everyone has different like, um, love languages and I think it's like just a cool opportunity to like try different things like Cameron and I have never walked or ran together like gone on a walk or gone on a run right when the quarantine began we would like go on like social distance runs together and I was like I love this so much like this is so I don't know like it just felt so good and I felt like we were growing in that way I was like wait I love this for us and so it's kind of like finding new things that you think you might not like are you gonna tell me that two weeks ago I would have said like yeah I would love to go on a run I would tell you to fuck (laughs) off like are you kidding me so it's like just try things you don't think you'll like and like you might just have new things that you can do even after quarantine together I love that. That is so true. Okay. The last topic I want to discuss because everyone knows I am now a Vanderpump Rules fanatic. I just want to say before you continue, I love how Mads has a whole outline for this fucking happy hour oh. and I'm just over here like drinking my ass away. <laughs> this is like literally like I, I you're just like a fi- like I'm like <laughs> in my mind I'm like wow you should like really start a podcast like yeah. <laughs> guys we need Dude. to keep some semblance of order in here Lauren Matt, I love it Matt's like literally pre- over prepares and I show up and she's like did you even read the questions I'm like I'll fucking ask whatever I want when it comes up like we're so opposite in that way it's so funny okay I ask it. your brain okay but- I, wait, I just want to tell I just want to tell the listeners that I'm going to be silent for the next god knows how long because I don't watch Vanderpump Rules okay go okay so just to give everyone a little backstory I binge watched Vanderpump Rules over the past month. So I just caught up. I think I started like I was on par with everyone uh, during Brittany and Jax's wedding. So I am – I cannot believe I lived in a world where I did not know about these characters and these people. Like this is just the most quality premium TV I've ever witnessed and Lauren is freaking out because she can't interrupt me. So um, I guess my – generalized question because I actually haven't talked to people who also watch the show who are the liked characters because I'm trying to like oh. I you know what I mean like I follow them now all on social and I listen to a lot of podcasts but like we don't like Kristen right or do we <laughs> okay decide for yourself okay oh, then okay, wait hold on no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay hold on I'll Don't tell you who I love fucking try <laughs> okay. wait let me just say who I love and then you can correct okay, okay. me if I'm like not in the right in the zeitgeist right I love Lala and I yes. love Stassi yes I cannot stand Katie oh, I cannot I love Tom Schwartz I yes. don't I don't like Sandoval. Yes. Eh, and Jax. I obviously like Britney. No one doesn't like Britney. No. 
Uh, no, I, I have a new theory. Uh, okay, you Okay, because I'm influenced. Okay, so what you need to listen to, have you started uh, listening to Bitch Sesh yet? No. With Casey Rose Wilson and um, uh, Danielle Schneider. So Casey Rose Wilson used to be on SNL. She's like, she's one of those people that her and <gasps> June, Diane Raphael, they're in every single movie, but they're like not yeah. like getting paparazzi all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So they're fucking hysterical. I won't get into it because I, whatever, you guys just go listen to it for yourselves. And even if you don't watch some of the shows that they talk about, they're still just like so funny that it's like, you Mm kind of just like put it on and you listen to it anyway. And then you like, Mm -hmm. I don't watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, but I still will like listen to some of the recaps. Maybe I'll skip a little bit, whatever. So they had someone on that was just like, here's the thing. Like when you really look at Britney, you think there's this person that like is in a relationship with this like technically like guy that like cheated on her, literally like fucked a girl while there was an elderly person in the other room sleeping. (laughs) And... She's still like she came onto the show like she wanted to be famous like she wanted this life and like at the end of the day this whole like I'm getting married shtick is just like old like shut the fuck up like I'm this season is the only season that has made me kind of like slightly turn on Britney not a sense of I hate her it's just she annoys me now like I don't not like her but it's just like even like it just the when you were like, oh, I, I'm on par with Jackson Britney's wedding. Um, you so you mean the last four fucking episodes? Like, get I we get it. You got married. Like I'm like, and then the Cinderella, like the princesses, and like the dressing up in the castle. Like, oh my god, grow up! I'm so fucking over it. I don't hate them though. I I don't mind Jackson and Britney. Katie, I'm so fucking over. It's just like she has a shitty attitude and she literally does nothing with her life. Stassi is like the ultimate girl boss. I'm absolutely obsessed with her. Bo, like I really like him, but at the same time, I'm kind of like I, I don't like understand like his backstory. Like, oh my god, seems I like love a, him. I love him, but like, don't you think there's a little bit of thirst there too? Sure, because he's like a hipster, and I'm like, what are you doing on this show? But yeah. I he is like my number one type like he is exactly my type like I'm obsessed with him it's so interesting because bitch says bitch sesh said that too they're like if I was that age like that would be the guy I went for but like they do they do like a different perspective of like but like he like is kind of annoying so it's just interesting like you get so influenced by the podcast that you listen to but I just had to say that like Lala is just literally everything like she is my number one a hundred percent Scout, you should you should watch Vanderpump Rules just for Lala. You would resonate with her so much. I'm Look, so I get jealous it. I that get you it. have all of this to watch. No, and like you're but, just no, not. No, no. no, but you guys are not quarantined with your significant others, which means that you – I work – normal hours still which means that after work I have to share the television with my husband. Do you have an iPad? And, oh, I have, I, have, I have a TV in my room. Yeah, I'm so – I'm going to ditch him. Didn't you say you wanted to miss no, him? No, but Sex in the City is on HBO right now. What, what do you mean it's on HBO? It's always on HBO. It's I didn't know that until yesterday. <laughs> Sex in the City has like not stopped playing since I was birthed out of my mother's vagina. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm trying to tune you guys out because I don't want any spoilers, but I will watch. I promise you that I will start Vanderpump Rules. We had Billy Lee on the podcast. I love her so much. And yes. Wait, where does um, she go? She's not on it anymore. She's, she's amazing. She's like one of my favorite human beings, like top five favorite human beings. She's incredible. And she said, I never watched it, but she said she got a really bad edit on the show. Yeah, But she I've did. like, I've, I've gone to coffee with her. We've sat and talked for an hour. She came on our podcast. I've been doing some business with her. And she's truly, truly an amazing human being. So 
You and know, I'm glad she like every- left. Yeah. Did yeah. she left because it was toxic for her life yeah. and she felt that her mental health was struggling and that she wasn't being portrayed in the way that she felt she was herself in- inside. And so she-, she made the decision to leave and she's doing incredible things now. Yeah. Okay. One other aspect I want to talk to you about is, so I obviously have binged this in a very short amount of time. So now that we're caught up, um, it, it there seems to be an incredible shift from last season to this season. And not only because they all moved into these mansions in the valley, but also- that all look exactly the same. All look exactly the same. But also, obviously, there's the new cast, but like there just feels like this weird off- like the magic is kind of gone. And I don't know if you're feeling this way, but um, the fa- like I just know that it's kind of all, f- not fake, but the fact that Sandoval is still working at Sir, what the, why the fuck are you working at Sir? And Jax is working on his 40th birthday at Sir. You guys don't work at Sir. You just go there to be filmed and then you leave. Well, yeah, like that's the thing. I think it's like they're trying so hard not to break the fourth wall, but it's like social media exists. Like we know all these people have money. We know they're reality TV stars. And like with Real Housewives, it's different because they were like always rich and like always thirsty. But it's interesting though, because what I will say about Vanderpump as a side pitch to Scout as well is that this is one of like the most real reality TV shows because they have all been friends. Like these are not random people that were thrown into a situation. Like this was like, oh, this is already happening. These all these people all have serious ties to each other. Let's throw in a camera. So it's interesting because they all have so much history and they're all legitimately started, at least, as friends. And so it's like, we do want to follow these people's lives, but like why can't we get it in a more authentic way? Like like you said, like we know they don't work at the restaurants. Like they all new Stasi's a New York Times bestseller. She's the only one that's done a good job of like staying on the show without having to work at the bar. But what I will say is if you do go out to West Hollywood, obviously you can't right now because you're quarantined, but if you do, you will see those motherfuckers there. And it's not because they're getting paid hourly, they're getting appearance fees. So it's like, why can't we just get like a more authentic version? And they're bringing in these young people to try to keep the show going as like servers, but these young people, everyone hates them. Not like personally, but just like as storylines. Yeah, it's very strange. It feels like filler. Oh, yeah. So that was my last question is, so I've never been to Sir. I like once walked by it. I'm like, (laughs) this, this is fucking Sir. Like, this is what it is. So have you, or one, have you been there or Tom Tom? And like, is it legit? Like, do you actually see people there? Is there film camera crews? Like, what's the vibe? I've never been there when when there was film camera crews, um, but... I went there like after a night out because basically you can go there kind of like probably a few days a week and someone will be there. And it's mostly because they do those like um, like James does see you next Tuesday and they do like those like different events. And um, so I went there. I think we went to pump. And then when we were at pump, one of the I think the hostess was like super nice and she kind of like knew my YouTube channel and she's like you guys should go to Tom Tom and we were like yeah like we wanted to go there next and Max the hostess before he was on the show he like walked us into Tom Tom because like the girl was nice and like let it like allowed us to kind of like get like a nice a good table and he was such an asshole like he was so like full of himself he like walked us over like on the sidewalk to Tom Tom and the, they were like some of the servers and everything was really nice but Tom Sandoval was there making drinks but the, he loves the fame he loves being the center of attention so like he will be at 
sir and you will see him and he will pour you a shot and like there are so many fans there like it's it's wild like people go there to see them and they are seen there wow yeah so I need I need to go to Tom Tom after this quarantine is done that's the first thing I'm doing I'm going straight to Tom Tom and I'm gonna I'm gonna like lick everyone's faces wait a minute the first thing you're gonna do is not see me okay that's because that's the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna drive to LA and see you okay Scott and then you're gonna go to Tom Tom yeah we're gonna all go together um, can I just see you? No, okay. Sure. Okay, Scout, you're you can come back into the conversation now. Thanks, guys. Hi. <laughs> I was like, I just like answered a few emails while you guys. Well, it's just true because Insane. we we haven't I haven't ever recapped Vanderpump Rules on the show, so I just wanted to like di- have a deep dive, you know. Um. Okay. I think should we wrap it up? Yeah, we should uh, wrap it up. But this is so fun because I miss so you, Lauren, and I know. it's been forever I'm so since I've glad. seen you. I, like, miss you guys so much. I'm, like, this was considered my, like, socializing for the day. <laughs> Perfect. We can we can do this off the record, you know, without Duh. recording our whole entire lives. Yeah, right? It's very true. <laughs> that exists. That option exists. That, that option actually is on the table. I forgot about that. Yeah, you know. You know. Um, so let's do the whole promo thing where whoever doesn't know you, which is stupid, tell them <laughs> where they can find you. Are you, like, going to leave that in? That's no, hilarious. Yeah, yeah I'm going to leave that well, in. If they don't know who you are, then they're obviously not fans of OK Sis. It's, okay, wait, Lauren, you know the girl that I was interning with or like um, interviewing to intern and then my tooth fell out? Yeah. Yeah, 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 her. She found OK Sis through you because we were on your podcast. I yeah, love she's it. Like a, she loves you so much. But she she totally was like, oh, I found you through Lauren Elizabeth. And I was like, oh, I love that. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I love it. Just sisters connecting sisters. Um, Well, you guys can um, listen to my podcast for more quarantine content, um, Mood with Lauren Elizabeth, at Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram. So many deets in my bio. Just like head there. It's a nice hub to start with, and it'll take you to magical places. I love it. And you can follow us at OKSIS Podcast. And I love you all. Mads, any final final words? Stay safe inside, bitches. Stay the fuck inside. Stay the fuck inside. Okay, bye. 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 Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together 